Next up, a movie review show where Dim and Ree come straight at you with the hottest movie reviews and hot takes for the latest movies releasing. Come join us every time we see a movie live on Instagram.com slash GiftedDim63 for the latest movie reviews and updates. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite movie review podcast. Next up, I am one of your hosts, Dim. I'm Ree. And we just got out of another fucking DC movie. <laughs> Birds of Prey, The Emancipation of Harley Quinn. <laughs> that was my call. Oh, we're doing bird sounds. I didn't realize. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Oh damn! I didn't, I didn't know where we were going. I didn't know where we were going with that. So tell me something about it. All right. So this a movie, Birds of Prey. What um, is this accent? You know. Whoa. It came out February seventh, twenty twenty. This movie is rated R. It runs for one hour and forty nine minutes. It is a crime action movie. It was directed by Kathy Ann. What's your fun fact about this movie, babe? You told me before we went and saw it. I don't, I don't remember. This movie was all female produced and directed and all that good Starring. shit. Starring. Starring. And the soundtrack is all female as well. Boom shakalaka. Cool as fuck. So girl power. Yeah. It's almost like what they try to do with Charlie's Angels, but the DC version. <laughs> yeah. Um, it had a budget of $97.1 million. Which is actually not that much. What the fuck? Comparatively... To a lot of other superhero movies. It stars Margot Robbie. Margot. <laughs> Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Winstead. Journey Smollett. Are you yeah. pronouncing them wrong on purpose? I don't really yeah. know what's going yeah, on yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, I am. Ewen McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Rosie P. Raz. And some... I can't even do it anymore <laughs> with this shit. <laughs> a bunch of other people. So there you, there you have it. Hit me with the synop. Synop. We've got, it's open season on Harley Quinn when her explosive breakup with the Joker puts a big fat target on her back. Unprotected and on the run, Quinn faces the wrath of narcissistic crime boss Black Mask, his right-hand man, Victor Sisraz. Zaz. Zaz. And every other thug in the city. But things soon even out for Harley when she becomes unexpected allies with three deadly women. It tells me their names. Should I put give them their names? No. Okay. No. I didn't I want think to. that's part of the fun. Yeah, I didn't want to because it tells me them in the fucking synopsis, but Yeah, no, you don't need to know them unless you already know who these characters are, which I mean in DC fans I'm sure you guys all know who these characters are. But uh I'm gonna just go right off the bat and say I didn't want this movie. No. I don't think I, I don't did. think anybody wanted this movie. People saw Suicide Squad and we were like, that's it. We're done Fuck with this, this shit. Fuck this shit. Fucking done with this shit. I can't. <laughs> I mean, I would say out of everybody in Suicide Squad, I think her as Mar or as Harley Quinn was probably the best part. Uh yeah. And it's like Everybody hated on Suicide Squad. See, now you're making fun of me because I, oh, I can't say it right, but you can't say it right. Suicide Squad. Because, like, fuck, man. It was just, it was just, no, no, no. 
and Joker looking out here like a fucking e-boy from fucking TikTok. You know, e-boys and e-girls didn't exist back then. But shit, this movie, I liked it. Oh. Okay, what'd you like about it? I found it so much fun. I What was fun? Hot, like, they fully embodied, I think. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know too much about Harley Quinn except that she's, like, crazy and is, like, super, sp- like, spazazz. She has got a lot of spazazz. I don't know what you're saying right now. Spazazz? Pizzazz. Pizzazz. That's the word. She's got a lot of pizzazz. Oh, know? my God. But, like, <laughs> I felt like this movie um, grabbed a hold of that and they were just like, let's fucking roll with it, bro. I and, do feel like that, too. And they were like... We're gonna let her just narrate this shit. <laughs> um. So to 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 go right off what you're saying, I think that they do that in a really fun way. Like she'll she's the narrator, obviously, of the story, and I think that you know, kind of similar, like a lighthearted version of the way Joker tells his story in the mm. Joker movie. She's telling her story, but it's like you know, it's like she'll say something, and then she'll be like, "Wait, let me back up. Let me go back to." Yeah five minutes ago and tell it from this angle and then she'll be like, no, nah, no, nah, wait, you didn't need to know that character. Let me go back a week before yeah. that happened and then we can come back to where we were. And you, you get this feeling like that, you know, she's obviously not right in the head and mm-hmm. that's part of the appeal for these characters and that's part of the appeal for Joker. That's part of the appeal for any Batman villain. The bat, Like, the Batman villains are all based around like some type of mental illness. Mm-hmm. So... For them to kind of run with like an ADD type format of this mm-hmm. movie, I think that was pretty fun. I thought it. I thought. Uh, I thought that exactly. Like I thought, wow, I am experiencing an ADD or an ADHD type of like personality where she is beyond smart, but like to keep her thoughts in order, it's like oh, wait a minute, I have to go back and tell you this because I already am jumping to this. And, and I and I totally picked up on that. Of, and I, and I think I liked it, but I don't think if somebody doesn't pick up on that, they're going to enjoy that. I don't know. I think that what I really like about her character in the Batman universe, not just like uh, this movie, is people often forget that she has a PhD in mm-hmm. psychology. Like mm-hmm. she's... She's, she's a psychiatrist. Actually, she's actually smart. She can give people drugs to heal their mental illness, but yet she's has a mental illness. Yeah. And I think that's the the joy about her character. And you know, she she obviously is very in cahoots with Joker and most most of the time. And you know, yeah. this is based off of the Birds of Prey comic, which I don't I'm unfamiliar with. I don't know a whole lot of the behind the scenes stuff, but um, I think that her playing this character and her trying to I think she executive produced this movie too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was a really good move for DC, and I think that ultimately I didn't want this movie, but I came out of it enjoying it for the most part. Um, I don't think it's a great movie. Um, sorry to cl- to get my mind straight. Do the um, what's his name that plays Batman in the Dark Knight? Ben Affleck? No, no, oh, no, no. Christian Bale? Yeah, is that part of the DC? It's not a part of this universe. Not this universe. So no. Ben Affleck is the only part of this universe. Right. Okay, so yeah, so I can say right now that 
Wonder Woman and this movie are my two favorites. Yeah, they're definitely at the top to Which me. Which is... Both female roles. Wonderful, yeah. Because they're is, both female roles. And we saw the Wonder Woman trailer and that shit got me hype as fuck. Right. So that says a lot for what they're doing with these roles and how they're producing them and how they're representing them and how they're building these these people and the other thing too about the wonder woman 1984 movie is i'm pretty sure it was directed by a black female oh my gosh so (laughs) i'm pretty sure it's the same director as um we'll have to look it up later get us in your wrong (laughs) but um I'm pretty sure it's also, it's a female director, I know that for sure, but I'm pretty sure she's black, and I think she did some other movie, I can't Mm. remember, but... um, I'll have to look at This female empowerment is, you know, obviously something they hit on a lot in this movie, especially because you see Mm -hmm. Harley and some of the other women in this movie go through situations where they might be harassed or they might be taken for you know, an easy target or something like that. And you see that a lot. And I know it's like a dramatization version of that, but it's it it hits home for a lot of people, especially all these young girls and all these young females who are going to go see this movie. There was a whole theater full of kids who probably shouldn't have been in an R-rated movie. Yeah, no, no. But a matter of fact, thinking about the theater itself, like our theater is pretty empty. For a 7 o'clock, 7.15 showing in the biggest theater. On a Friday in a Dolby Atmos SDX theater. So it makes Uh, me wonder if this is, because of Suicide Squad, if this is going to struggle. That's that's what I was thinking. Like, while we were sitting in the theater, like, there were people in our aisle, but they were so far away that I felt like we were the only ones in the theater almost. I was like, oh man, because we were talking Yeah, nobody heard us. Yeah, and, and even I, if they did, it didn't. They didn't care. It was like they're too far away. Yeah, and even in some of like the the funnier moments, I didn't hear like other people like laughing or anything like that. Yeah. So, um, I I do want to do another shout out to uh, the choreographed fight scenes in this movie because yeah. they were pretty great, and yeah. I think for Harley herself and uh, I think she had a lot of standout moments. Obviously, she her, she's very keen with a bat, so. There's a, a scene where they're in this warehouse. It's like their, her second fight scene after she gets through this like bank area uh, where she gets mm-hmm. locked up mm-hmm. and gets out and stuff. But like they, they do a lot of fun things with the fights, especially with uh, her bat. And then, you know, with the usage of water when she's in jail and all that stuff later on. But uh, whoever did the fight scenes, uh, I want to give them a, a, a clap, a, a figurative clap. Yeah, they, because yeah. it was really cool. It was really fun to watch those. Yeah, and, it, and I enjoyed because I pay a lot of attention to the choreography. Yeah. Um, and they were talking on GMA how like they had done a lot of the stunts themselves. Good Morning and, America for yeah. those who aren't familiar. Yeah, they had done a lot of the stunts themselves, so I was always like watching more carefully because when they say that i'm like did you really and in some of the fight scenes that you can see that that's that's them some of them but she also did post her uh stunt stunt double double. yeah yeah on her in her social with all the like tricking and stuff you always have a stunt double because they make that shit look dope yeah i mean it's never fully explained like why she's so acrobatic (laughs) but no but i mean it's it's a part of the the comic book fun i think 
So what were your issues with this movie? Um, I mean, my biggest issue is that the story didn't really matter. Like, there's no... Like, I didn't... Like, who 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 cares about this bad guy that nobody cares about? Oh, like, no. nobody even knows this bad guy's name. He's a very minimal guy in the first place. I think Ewan McGregor did what he could. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we're all there for Harley. Like, we're not yeah. there for the birds of prey. We're not there for anybody else, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had issues with the the younger Asian girl. I didn't think she was a very mm-hmm. good actor at all. Mm-mm. She looked like she was reading off a script the whole time. And uh, it was very... It took me out of the movie quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt very disconnected from her, too. I was like, are you talking right now? And then, like, she had the those that moment... Because she didn't talk a whole lot. But then she had that moment where she did. And I was like... Yeah, ah, yeah. no. And if yeah, you can't they, see my face right now, it's... Uh. <laughs> I mean, they they do a lot of close-ups on her face, too. And it that's when you should really be on your best yeah. A-game. Like, especially with a movie like this. But, I mean, all these things are very... I would say it's, it's very minimal in the whole scope of what this movie is trying to accomplish. It's just like saying that Black Panther was like a, a African-American uh representation piece that we can be represented in superhero movies and stuff and i think this although harley quinn is you know and she's not even an anti-hero she's she's a villain basically like she's there's no redeeming qualities about her no there are she's even throughout the movie she double crosses a lot of people oh yeah and it's just like i don't know it's like female empowerment but at the same time it's very confusing Mm because it's like can should females be a certain way like should they be this villainous character and get away with it does that mean they're gonna be able to get away with it yeah i don't know because like like i said there are moments when the character are the characters are being like you know harassed like they would be by Mm -hmm, at mm -hmm. a normal club and things like that which they should be able to get out of but then they switch over and they're like well now we're I'm gonna kill somebody. Yeah, now I mean they she does kill people even though there are scenes where she's using non-lethal yeah uh weapons. But like uh, what wh- how do you feel about that as a female? Uh well, just to back up a little bit. I this, going back to your the thing that you said about the, how this movie has the, like the story doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh it feels a whole lot like a filler. Like Yeah. It like is a filler episode of this like universe. It's sure. like, oh, we loved Harley so much from this movie. She was the like number one person that we talked about. So let's do this, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think they nailed it. Yeah. So good for them. Um, I mean, visually, there's a lot of fun things mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah. How? I don't know. I felt like. Uh, what do you I, feel like the messaging is? I don't think there for is. females. I I don't know. I don't think I can comment on it just because I feel like it's just like I understand that it's like in a a universe that doesn't really exist. So it's it's like things are gonna be exaggerated. And you can't really. No, but this this it's it's not about being in the world of, of things that can exist. It's about the representation of a female character. So. 
Well, I think I got I think I got every side then cuz we have we have the you know, the I don't, I don't know how much you want me to say. Can I say? Uh, what do we you have mean? like we have like the good the good cop who's trying to do Yes. You know, so that she's representing like and she's been done wrong, so and she's trying to be like, Well, fuck, like I'm over here doing everything I can. I'm the smart one, I did all of this shit and I'm still not being recognized for it. Mm-hmm. And then we have, you know, the the I think we're represented all sides. We have our crazy side, which is Harley Quinn, you know, the she's insane. We're we want it we like it's more of the my the what is that? Like per personas? Of us, of a sure, woman. Sure, sure, yeah, I can see that. And not actually like a actual woman, you know, it's... So would you say that if you look at all of the Birds of Prey yeah, yeah. quotes in this scenario, that they all embody some type of a female persona? Yeah, I, I would say that, yeah. So maybe that is what they're trying to show it with this? Yeah, I would, yeah. I would say it's... Not more of like each one is a specific representation of a female. It's more of like personas or the emotions that we can feel and like stuff like that. So, hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, let's look at some uh, reviews until we can close this out. So, on IMDb, this movie is sitting at a 6.7 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at an 82%. And Metacritic is sitting at a 61%. So, while you pull up the Metacritic, I do have another thing I wanted to commend this movie for as a DC movie. And I think the Joker did a really good job with this, too, is they actually use a real city. Mm, they use mm-hmm. real city backgrounds. They use real cityscapes. There are very, there are a, a few like you know, over oh, yeah. animated scenes like when she's out on this boardwalk in the water, and there's like this um, fair goes. area, and there's a lot of uh, usage of color mm-hmm, mm-hmm. specifically because I feel like you know, a lot of vibrant colors represent like a. I don't know how, like like a uh, unstable emotions. I feel. Oh yeah, when you mix different colors, it's just like so many colors are happening, mm-hmm. so you're kind of all over the place. And I think yeah. that that's probably why they use that. Absolutely, yeah. But let's go into these uh, Metacritic scores. So Metacritic is sitting at a sixty right now, with thirty three positive, twenty ne- uh, mixed, and two negative. That's not bad. No. So our guy Joe Morgan Morgan Stern from the Wall Street Journal. Is that our guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We always read. Oh, okay. It. Usually, we always. Read I don't it. remember it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, he, she gave it a nine. Joe. <laughs> Excuse me. Have you seen Little Women? All right. So Joe could be short for Josephine. I guess so. Anyways. Gave Not it a, J-O-E, but okay. Gave it a 90, saying, Much of this R-rated movie is chaotic, yet it's richly hued, madly inventive, gleefully violent, and happily splash, slapdash contraption with a formidable female at its center. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. That's the highest one on Metacritic it right now. It is. Uh, 
We'll read Molly Freeman from Screen Rant gave it an 80 saying, With a wicked sense of humor and exhilarating action, Birds of Prey is fierce, fun, and a total blast. And an empowering girl power superhero romp. I wouldn't say superhero, but... No. I think that's the that's gonna be a constant misconception. Yeah, like, we're we're putting her in this this role of being a hero, but she's not. She's like she's not. she's the furthest from a hero. Yeah, and none of these women are. They're like killing people left and right, except for the cop. Yeah, she like I think I can I will agree with like I think the humor was great. Yep. I don't think it was too much. I thought the way Margot Robbie. Um, talked to the audience or mm. like you know was were making these lines it was all in her character and it didn't seem forced humor and i appreciated that yeah. I, you know so um scrolling on down to the boston globe tom russo gave it a 50 saying the title might tr- uh, trumpet harley quinn's emancipation but she again feels like a character trapped in a movie that's mediocre at best Oh my god! We always read Mick LaSalle from. Oh, we definitely read Mick. Look at Mick. (laughs) Holy fuck! Mick gave it a zero, saying "Birds of Prey" and then "Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn" is more than horrible. It should not exist. Money should never have been raised for it. The screenplay should never have been filmed. Margot Robbie shouldn't have produced it. She certainly shouldn't have starred in it. It's just a terrible thing to inflict on audiences who, after all, didn't hurt anyone and just hopes to have a nice time. Here's what I will say about that what? review. And I and you, he's obviously in that camp that, you know, is like me who, who didn't think this film needed to be made. But I don't feel like he gave it a chance. He wasn't open-minded no. when he watched it. He already went into that movie in that theater with the with the review like already in his head. Like yeah. he knew that he was he was gonna claim that he hated it and all this yeah. stuff. But that's what I don't understand about reviewers, especially about comics and you know this oversaturation of gatekeeping. Yeah. It's like, you know, they they think about the about DC as their babies. Right? Mm-hmm. And they don't want anybody to tarnish that. No. But it's like, this is one of the better DC movies. And how are you going to be that negative and give it a zero? Bro. Like, that's no points. Zero. I don't know. You're saying that this movie is awful, and I don't agree with that. I would say that I dislike Shazam more than this movie. Oh, boy. I dislike yeah. Suicide Squad more than this movie. Yeah. Like, did um that just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it it doesn't. Uh, sorry, I thought of a question. Yeah, go for it. Did you, besides uh, the girl, um, did what did you think of the Birds of Prey actors? I mean, I like Mary Elizabeth Winstead because she's in Scott Pilgrim and I like her and everything. <laughs> okay, okay, well. Yeah, All right, that answers so, my question. So that's that. Well. You didn't like her? Where do you rate this movie? Well, you yeah, didn't, no, no, you didn't, I liked it. No, I thought uh, all four ladies were great. Oh, okay. I liked all of them. I mean, you know, the rest of them were okay. I like them. Yeah. What do you rate this? Um, it's pretty average. Like I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't. It, there, it's not extremely great. I didn't have a bad time. I don't feel like I, my money was less spent. I liked the choreography. I liked her as Harley Quinn. I liked some of the action scenes. 
and Ewan McGregor did his best. And, and uh, out of the DC movies, this is right next this to Wonder is, Woman. This is second, yeah. next to Wonder Woman, if you look at the Metacritic scores alone. Yeah. Um, so I'll give it a B minus. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to just give it a B. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Uh, stay tuned for another episode of Next Up. Please let us know if you go see this movie and what you rate it. Give us a like, share, and subscribe on our podcast, Next Up. And uh, until next time, I've been Dim. I've been Ree. And we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to our episode of Next Up. Please hit that subscribe button if you liked what you heard, and we can't wait to hear from you guys next time.